हेलो एवरीवन दिस इज दर्शन महाराजा वेलकमिंग यू टू द थर्टींथ एपिसोड ऑफ द एलिवेटर चैट सीरीज इन आर कैनेडियन जर्नी टुडे आई वांट टू टॉक अबाउट एन इश्यू दैट हैज बीन ऑन माय माइंड फॉर अ वाइल इट्स अ सेंसिटिव इश्यू फॉर मैनी एंड आई एम लाइकली टू गेट सम ब्लो बैक हियर बट सिंस मैनी पीपल कंसिडर थर्टीन टू बी एन ओमिनस नंबर आई थिंक दिस एपिसोड इज द राइट फोरम फॉर मी टू टेक दैट रिस्क because i can blame at least part of the criticism that i will face on that number rather than on whatever i end up saying here i've had a theory on the evolution of the immigration policy in canada mind you it's just my theory it may or may not be true or close to true but here it is after world war 2 we had two decades of strong economic growth Around the time that the last of the boomers were born the idea gained popularity that if people had fewer children they could provide for them better sometime later this morphed into the message that if you had even fewer children you could afford the good things in life then the list of good things grew and their prices rose coupled with more women taking up work outside home now you got low birth rate low enough to cause worries about the labor supply here it is telling that just as the world was entering the age of automation canada sought to tackle this shortage of labor via immigration rather than automation ever since we have been seeing and hearing politicians talk gravely about how labor shortages are a serious issue that they are tackling successfully via increasing the annual immigration numbers In the meantime the field of automation has grown by leaps and bounds but that hasn't changed our approach to dealing with labor shortages the fundamental premise or one of them that immigration increases our gdp is faulty and i have dealt with that aspect in detail in my article immigration does not increase prosperity if you haven't read it yet i encourage you to check it out on my website darshanmaharaja.ca But in this episode I wish to zero in on something that I have said often on Twitter justifying immigration at whatever level on grounds of labor shortages suffers from the crucial defect that it sees immigrants as mere units of labor of course they are not just workers they have economic needs as well which must be fulfilled by other workers beyond that they are people meaning they have non economic needs mainly recreational cultural and religious fulfilling which would also require someone to do the work this brings us to a question that no one has examined so far at least not to my knowledge the question is this if one immigrant brings x amount of work to the canadian economy how much is the amount of work needed to satisfy that immigrant's needs is it more than x remember that we are talking about all the needs ie economic recreational cultural religious etc given that most immigrants come to canada as family where some members may choose not to be a part of the workforce or may be children i consider it very likely that the amount of work required to satisfy one immigrant's needs is greater than the amount of work that the immigrant brings to canada In a nutshell if one immigrant contributes x amount of work 
the amount of work needed to satisfy that immigrant's needs is greater than X. Let me add here that we haven't yet accounted for situations where the immigrant is rendered incapable of being or continuing to be a member of the workforce. This can happen due to accident, injury, illness or other causes of disability. We also haven't gone into the dollar value of the immigrant's work. This is highly pertinent because as we know, foreign trained professionals are not able to find work for which they are qualified or eligible. This necessarily hinders them in achieving their potential, thus reducing the dollar value of their work. On the other hand, many of their economic needs remain the same under either scenario. As a result, the dollar value of their work may be less than the dollar value of their needs or they may be forced to cut corners thereby reducing their quality of life. If this compromise on the quality of life front happens with a large enough number of immigrants or indeed other Canadians, we can validly say that Canada is slipping from its position as a first world country. Which brings us to a startling realization. Immigration is eroding Canada's status as a first world country. I know it is popular among some segments of our society to say that immigrants are turning Canada into a third world country. But the reality is that the way we go about immigration is what is actually responsible for our decline. And the reason why our immigration policy is being run the way it is is because that suits the politicians and the employers seeking low-cost labor. Let us put the blame where it belongs. Well, now I have said it, I will await the blowback anxiously. I do hope that you agree with my points here. Yes or no, please let me know in the comments. I will see you soon in the next episode. Until then, goodbye and be well.